0: This evening, Hebrews chapter number six. And I'm going to read down through verse number 10 this evening for a context. And um, we're going to talk a little bit about maturing spiritually, spiritual maturity. And uh, one of the basic elements that is required to, to grow in God and to come into maturity relationally with the Lord. So the writer begins in verse number one, chapter six of Hebrews, verse number one. And he says, therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ, let us go on unto perfection. Not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith toward God. Of the doctrine of baptisms and of laying on of hands and of resurrection of the dead. And of eternal judgment. And this will we do if God permit. For it is impossible for those who were once enlightened. And have tasted of the heavenly gift and were made partakers of the Holy Ghost. And have tasted the good word of God and the powers of the world to come. If they shall fall away to renew them again unto repentance seeing they crucify to themselves the Son of God afresh and put Him to an open shame. For the earth which drinketh in the rain that cometh oft upon it and bringeth forth herbs, meat for them, by whom it is dressed receiveth blessing from God. But that which beareth thorns and briars is rejected and is nigh unto cursing whose end is to be burned. But, beloved, we are persuaded better things of you and things that accompany salvation, though we thus speak. For God is not unrighteous to forget your work and labor of love, which you have showed toward his name, in that you have ministered to the saints and do minister. Amen. Amen. God bless you. You can be seated. Um we uh, read in, in verse number one, really verse number one through uh two and three is probably more along the, the uh lines of the the subject uh this evening and I, I want to talk about faith. Just want to talk about faith and um as it relates to our our growing, our maturing, uh, in the Lord. And, uh, uh, because that is the will of God. Uh, any, anything that does not grow that is, is meant to grow, um, is, is retarded. And, you know, they say that's not a good word, but that's just the fact of the matter. Anything that that does not grow normally. You talk about people that have retarded growth. Um, you know, uh, some people nowadays call call it vertically challenged. You know, maybe that sounds better than than the other word, but you know, it is what it is. And um, you know, so it it's not the will of God that our uh, spiritual Growth be in a a stunted or a retarded state or stage. Uh, God God intends for us to grow, and all normal things grow. Amen. Whether it's um, you know whether it's grass or whether it's trees or uh, whether it's uh, the the animal kingdom. Uh, even the human race, normal things grow, and uh, that parallels our spiritual life or our relationship with God, uh, because again, normal things grow, uh, but but it requires faith to to move on from the basic elements of serving the Lord, and. And the writer uh, does say in, in verse number one, he does say, therefore leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ, let us go on unto perfection. Now, there's, there's two statements there that, uh, that I want to make. Uh, and one of them has to do with um, leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ, and then he 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 uh, he identifies uh, what the principles of Christ are in this in this case, um, and talks about a foundation. Now, when he says leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ, and he's talking about repentance from dead works and faith towards God and And the doctrine of baptisms and of laying on hands and of resurrection of the dead and of eternal judgment. He is identifying these subjects as being the foundational levels of knowledge and relationship with God. These are are some foundational doctrines uh, that every saint of God should... Uh, should believe, should accept, and believe uh, in in their lives before attempting to to move on, uh, so to speak, uh, relationally, you know, with with the Lord. So he's not saying that that there comes a point in time that we that we get away from these things. He's not saying that we get away from repentance of dead works because you you can't... There's no way to salvation without repentance. There's got to be, number one, there's got to be faith towards God. You you know, before you can even effectively repent, there's got to be faith towards God. And, and so you can't get away from repentance from dead works. There... There's no way that we can be saved or remain saved and get away from the doctrine of baptisms. I want you to notice that baptisms there is plural because there is a baptism of water and there is a baptism of the Spirit of God. And so the writer's not saying that we we do away with these things. Uh, He's not saying that we that we do away with the doctrine of the laying on of hands. And he's not saying that we do away with the doctrine of the resurrection of the dead uh, or of eternal judgment. When the writer makes the statement that we're leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ, what he is uh, referring to or what he is essentially stating is that we build... Upon these things. Because again, these are foundational doctrines. All right? These things have got to be settled in us. They're foundational principles uh, of, of relationship uh, with, with God. So there's never a time that we that we say, well, I don't need repentance any longer. Uh, I've, I've got the Holy Ghost. I don't need repentance. I'm going to tell you something. You need repentance every day. You can't get away from that. That's a foundational doctrine. Now in 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 scripture talking about foundations, uh, Jesus in Matthew chapter seven said that there, you know, he talks about two foundations. So we only find that in Scripture that there's only two foundations to build a structure upon. Jesus said one of those foundations is sand. The characteristic about sand is it it can't be compacted. It's too porous. I don't care what you do to it. I don't care how much you hammer on it. I don't care how much you try to compact it sand is too porous to compact and and because it will not compact that makes it unstable as far as foundations are concerned and you you ever been on a beach anybody's ever been on a beach you know and you, you 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 try to walk you know through that dry sand you try to run you know through that dry sand it's it's very unstable. It makes it difficult. Running through, through loose sand is is very difficult. It, it's hard, you know, because it it's not stable. It, it's shifting. It's always moving, you know. On the other hand, you get things that are uh, that are less porous, you know, that the particles of uh, of soil or has, has more of a clay content than it does sand. The more clay the content is, uh, the more compactable it will be because they're, they're fine particles and, they, and, and the, the, one of the characteristics of a, of a clay-based soil is that it will kind of adhere together and it gets very, very hard when, when it's compacted. But even harder than that is the other foundation that Jesus talked about. And, and that was that of a rock. Something that is solid. Something that will not move. Something that is, that is stable. It, it's going to be there. And uh, you know, it, it doesn't matter you know, what happens. The, the foundation, if it's a proper foundation... Is going to remain sure. It's going to stay there. I, I was talking to our Purpose Institute class this past weekend, you know, uh, about the tabernacle and and the fact that that uh, in in that desert, they they just they when when God said for them to 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 stop moving. And and to to settle in a place, you know, for a, a period of time, they didn't go out there and and just throw up the frame of the tabernacle and 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 uh, you know throw that fine linen on top of it and then throw that goat's hair curtain on top of that and then the ram skins that were dyed red and then ultimately those those seal skins. You know, and then just go in there and put the furniture, you know, in there in its proper place and the Ark of the Covenant and hang the veil. They they didn't do that. First, they laid a foundation. And that foundation was was silver. It was made of silver. Uh, History said that the foundation of the tabernacle alone weighed almost 10,000 pounds. You know, when you took all of those Sockets of silver and, 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 and the Bible gives description how, how much each one of those weighed. And, and it, it was almost 10,000 pounds of silver that formed the, the foundation. And, and the reason that, that God told them to have the foundation uh, of silver uh, it is the fact that He did not want that structure moving until it came time to disassemble the tabernacle and fold it up and put it on the, on the carts and, and to cover the vessels with the badger skins for protection, you know, and, and move on through the wilderness. But, but because the, the wilderness, the sandy areas were, were unstable, God said it, there needs to be a foundation there. And so then when he talks about the two foundations in, in Matthew, that of the sand and then that of the rock, you know, and he, and he tells what happens. You know, the, the winds came and, and the rain came and the waves came and beat upon the house, you know, that was built upon the sand. And what happened to it? It, it collapsed. You know why? There's no foundation there. You know, if you ever notice anything about the beach when the tide comes in, and and then the tide goes out, sometimes when the tide goes out, it pulls sand with it. It, It's pulling. That tide is pulling. And because there's no compaction and there's nothing firm in, in that sand, that tide can pull sand out with it. But, but if, if it's a rock, if you've got a structure that is built on a solid rock, the winds come, the rain comes, the waves can beat upon that house. But what did the Lord say about that house? He said it stood firm. It, it didn't go anywhere. Why? Because of the solid foundation. And so these, these doctrines... The writer calls the principles of the doctrine of Christ. So these are doctrines of Christ that's got to remain foundational to us. These are the basic elements. Faith towards God, repentance from dead works. The doctrine of baptisms, the doctrine of laying on of hands, the the the, the doctrine uh, of the resurrection of the dead and of eternal judgment. These are foundational to our relationship in God. So again, there's never a time that we that we say that's not good enough or, or the time is passed for that or we move on and we're leaving that for something deeper, something more elaborate, something that takes greater understanding. No, you can't get greater understanding until you stay on the foundational principles of the doctrine of Christ. And so when he says you, you we leave the, the principles... Of the doctrine of Christ again, he's not talking about getting away from it. He's talking about building on this. Does that make sense? He's talking about the. This is the foundation. If you want to look at it like this, the uh, the 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 repentance from dead works and 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 the uh, faith towards God and. The doctrine of baptisms and of laying on of hands and uh, the resurrection of the dead and, and uh, eternal judgment. All of these form the foundation. And so we, we never get off of this foundation. Ever. If we get off of this foundation, we're going to lose our stability and we're going and ultimately we're going to lose our structure and we will lose our relationship with God. We have got to stay on the foundation of the principles. Principles talk about the basic elements, the basic nature. This is the this is the essence. Of the doctrines of Christ. Is what the the, the writer is saying. These are the found. This is the foundation. And and we build. Foundations are built on. They're not built off of. You build on the foundation. You know you can. There's something about foundations. If they're constructed properly. They're very stable. Now. Not to play off a tragedy, but last week Hurricane Ian passed through Florida. On the other side, and back up into other parts of of the United States. But, but if you if you see pictures uh, of of Tampa, the Tampa Bay area, just south of Tampa Bay, much more along Fort Myers area, uh, you you can see where. Structures used to be. The structure is no longer there. Well, how do you know the structure used to be there? Because you can see the foundation's still there. So you know a structure was there previously. Now, now listen. Winds and storms... Come against the church. Winds and storms of life come against the body of Christ and and come against you as individual members of Christ's body. But but here's the thing if you allow those winds to take you off of the foundational principles of the doctrine of Christ, guess what's going to remain? The foundation is going to stay where it is. Because that's not going to change. That's the only way that you're going to have true relationship with Jesus Christ is because of the foundational structure of the body of Christ. Amen. This this organization, the UPCI International, it, it can be allowed to be swept off of the foundation. But guess what's going to remain? The foundation is going to remain because the foundation is not going to change. It's not going to move. God, God doesn't move the foundation based based on an organizational structure. Amen. The United Pentecostal Church International is a man made organization. It can be led in the wrong direction. But the, but the foundation of God, one, one writer said it like this. The foundation remains sure. That means it's not going anywhere. It, it's stable. And let me tell you something. It, if you want to experience the resurrection of the dead, and you want to be on the right side of eternal judgment, you've got to stay on the foundation. Amen? Amen? You've got to stay on the foundation. Amen. The same winds that blew those Hebrew tents in the wilderness, those same winds blew against the tent of the tabernacle. The storms that that the Israelites' tents experienced are the same storms that came... Against the tabernacle. The difference between the two is. Their tent. We don't have any record of it being on a foundation. But the tabernacle was on a foundation. And your life has got to be remain on the foundational principles of the doctrine of Christ. And one of those foundational elements is faith towards God. Amen. Amen? We've got to have faith. We have got to have faith towards God. Uh, be, because whatsoever is not of faith, the Bible says, is what is sin. So we, we walk by faith and not by. Faith is one of the foundational principles of the doctrine of Christ. You have got to have faith. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. The Bible says. You want to please Him? You've got to have faith. Amen? Every man has, has an element of faith because the Bible says that God has given to every man the measure of faith. Here's the problem with that. Sometimes we, we don't use that measure of faith. But, but faith, we, we've got to have faith to please Him. And again, faith is one of the foundational doctrines of Jesus Christ. You, we have got to have faith. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 11, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So, so this, this is the meaning when Hebrews says, uh, Hebrews chapter 6 says, you've got to have faith toward God. It, it, it's meaning, it refers to Hebrews 11. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence. There's two things that faith is according to Hebrews 11 it's substance and it's evidence. It's substance of that which is hoped for. And it's evidence of things that you cannot see. This word faith also comes from a Greek term meaning persuasion. Or credence or conviction of the truthfulness of God. It it talks about assurance. And it even talks about believing. I want to talk about that word believing for just a minute. Because... One, one, uh, one word in the Bible that is used for faith is talking about believing. But I want to tell you something. Faith is not something that just goes on in your mind. Faith is not what some people refer to as mental ascent. Faith Faith doesn't even deny reality. You know, I, I was talking to my mom the other day. I'm having to work in the office because our, our secretary, you know, had another kid. And so my mom asked, well, why did you agree to do that? Because I, I told her, I said, I'm going to go crazy before the end of the year. I, I feel like I'm in a jail cell. And she said, well, why did you volunteer? I said, I didn't volunteer. I just more or less Agreed. You know, and and uh, I told her yesterday going, going to work, I said, I don't, I don't know what kind of day it's going to be today. I said, I just, this, this is not fun. And well, you just, you just got to believe it's going to be a good day. You just got to believe. You, you got to say in your mind, it's going to be a good day. You, you just got to say, it's going to, be, it's going to be good. You got to say that in your mind. I said, so what are you telling me? It's, it's an issue of mind over matter. And she said, well, I, I guess if you want to look at it like that. I said, I don't believe in mind over matter. I said, I believe in faith. But here's the thing. Faith does not deny reality, Brother Thomas. I mean, if, if I know what I'm facing when I, when I get to that office to say, well, I just don't know what kind of day it's going to be. That, that's not denying the, the fact that it could be a good day. But it's not denying reality either. So faith is not just mental assent. You know, it, it, very few things are mind over matter, and I do believe in having a positive attitude, and I believe the Bible speaks about that. But I used to work with a man that was that that was had been in the Marine Corps. And, you know, and he talked. to He said, "Oh, it's just a matter of mind over matter. That's all it is, and that's that's what our drill instructor said is mind over matter." I said, "I don't know if I believe in mind over matter." He said, "Well, it's different if you're in boot camp." Because the drill instructor says it's a mind over matter. He said, if I don't mind, then it don't matter. Well, that's kind of a little different, you know, than, you know, mental ascent. But faith is not mental ascent. Faith carries action with it. Amen. Faith can be used as a noun. But there's something that's got to come with faith. If I believe that what the writer outlined in verses 1 and 2 of of Hebrews 6 is the foundation of relationship with God, then my faith is going to keep me firmly planted on that. Because I'm going to to believe and I'm going to live, amen, that that I have to repent ever so often. I'm going to live the fact that I do have to exhibit faith towards God. I do believe in, in the doctrine of baptisms. I can't, I can't get away from that. Amen. You do have to be baptized in water. And you do have to be baptized with the Holy Ghost. That's foundational. Foundational. That's on the foundation. I do believe in laying on of hands. Can't, can't get away from that. You know. when, and, and, and I'm going to... Let me just stop right here and just just tell you something. I know my time's ticking by and don't have much longer to go. But I'm going to tell you something about this COVID business. Some some of this COVID stuff just really flies in the faith of faith towards God. Now listen, I'm not saying, I am not saying, and I have never said in the past, that, that you should not be careful. You should not take any precaution. That you feel is necessary for you. But I, I've seen people. And I have I have heard. Pastors. Talk about the fact. When we pray for people. Because of COVID. I don't want you touching anybody. I don't want you touching anybody now. You could get COVID. Or. Or. Or if you, if you have COVID and you don't know it, you can give somebody else COVID. I'm going to tell you something right now. The doctrine of the laying on of hands is foundational to the Word of God. It's foundational to the apostolic church. You know, and and, and I've I've told people like this. You call me crazy. You call me whatever you want to do. And listen, if I've got a contagious disease, I'm, I'm probably not going to come to the house of God because I don't want to infect anybody else. But here's the thing. If you've got COVID... I'm not going to be afraid to lay my hands on you and pray the prayer of faith. Because here's the thing. If I, if I exhibit faith towards God as a basic element of my relationship with God, the same God that can heal you of COVID is the same God that can protect me of COVID. Amen? So the laying on of hands is foundational. We, we can't get away from that. There's got to be something to these foundational doctrines because because Jesus reached out one time and, and touched a leper that was totally against the law. Let's just forget about the law part of it momentarily. Leprosy in that day was the most dreaded disease because it was extremely contagious. That's the reason if anybody had been declared by the high priest to be leprous, then they, they, they couldn't stay inside the camp. They had to leave outside the camp. And if anybody approached them, they had to, they had to cry, Unclean! Unclean! And then when they spoke to people, they had to cover their mouth. Why? So, because that's very contagious. Extremely contagious. But one time a leper broke the law and Jesus broke the law in response because a leper approached Jesus and Jesus reached out and touched him. What did he do? He laid hands on him. What's he demonstrating? It, 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 It is more than just than just saying well that's the Lord that laid hands on a leper and and you know Jesus you know he's, he's God in flesh Jesus can do whatever he wanted to do but the bottom line is that flesh was still flesh. It's like I mentioned Sunday morning the boards of that of that tabernacle it was acacia wood that was covered in gold and the wood was not the gold and the gold was not the wood but they made up the same being. He still had flesh. I believe what Jesus was was ultimately demonstrating to people who would soon receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost on the day of Pentecost was this. That hey, the doctrine of laying on of hands is, is a basic element. It's foundational. And let me tell you, the power that's in you that can be transferred to an individual to heal of leprosy or COVID or cancer is the same power that can keep you clean from that. We can't get away from that. It's foundational. It's part of the foundation. And so when when we start making statements and we start acting... You know, in in a manner that, uh, you know, we we're just afraid of of these things, and and I, I will have to admit, that because of what we were hearing, you know, and stuff, pe- people became fearful. They became fearful of of COVID, and you say, well, it, you know, you can talk that way because it it, it hadn't affected you. Oh yeah, it's affected me. It's affected me. I, I believe the first part of the year, my wife and I had COVID. We had every symptom. We were sick as two dogs. And we had every symptom except the loss of smell and the loss of taste. Every other symptom was there. And I mean, we we were sick for, for over a week. And, and then it took time to recover. You know, strength and energy and... And it just wasn't there even after we were feeling good. You know, energy would, just was not there. But, you know, we, we didn't go to the doctor. We, I mean, it's not that we're anti-doctor. But as sick as we were, we knew what they would do. And both of us said, you know what? If I'm going to die of COVID, I'm going to die at home. I'm not going to die laid up in the hospital with a tube run down my, 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 my throat. You know, breathing for me or, or whatever and them injecting me with drugs that, you know, that who knows what, what it does. And, and, and it, the drugs obviously didn't make a whole lot of people better because they died. A whole lot of people died. My, my dad was on those drugs and he's gone. His twin brother was on those drugs. He's gone. His brother-in-law was on those drugs. He's gone. Three men in our family gone within a span of three months' time. So yeah. COVID has has touched me. But my faith tells me that God's bigger than COVID. Amen. 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 These, these are basic, and that and that that faith is, is basic to, to, to growing in Christ. And I hadn't talked a lot about faith. I've been kind of strung out on, on these other things but but let me speak to that go on to perfection deal Be- because the writer is not talking about us being perfect in, in the sense that that there is uh, there it's not talking about sinless perfection. it's talking about completion. When we go on to perfection, it's talking about us being complete in Him, and and what did we preach the, the other Sunday? Last, one Sunday, last Sunday, I think it was we Colossians chapter chapter two and 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 verse uh, eleven. I think it is. You are complete in Him. Is talking about our completeness in Christ, but listen, our completeness in Christ is only to the degree. That we remain on the foundation and build on the foundation. Amen? Amen. Listen. There are more things to learn in God than faith towards God. There are more things to learn in God than repentance from dead works. Or the doctrine of baptisms. Or the laying on of hands or... Uh, the resurrection of the dead and eternal judgment. There's more things to build on in Christ, even relationally, than those things. Now, here, here, here's, here's the thing I'm going to tell you when it comes to these foundational doctrines, every redeemed man and woman of God should be expert in these doctrines. But if we're not careful, we're, we're going to hang around the principles. The, the only thing that we can focus on are the basic elements of relationship with God. We're, we're on the foundation. Not saying that we're off the foundation, but you can, you can be on the foundation, but, but not building, not, not growing. You can stay on that foundation. But but God didn't intend for you to stay on that foundation and not build a structure on that foundation. Because here's the thing. Everything else that we learn and we know in God has got to be based on the foundation. And and again, there's so much more of God than the, 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 the foundational principles of the doctrine of Christ, our faith is to grow. Amen. Not off the foundation, on the foundation. that there are other doctrines, you know, that, that God intends for us to explore and to know and to understand. I'm not talking about doctrines of salvation. There's only one doctrine of salvation. Amen. But, but there's, doc, there's different doctrines that is contained in the Word of God that God wants you to build upon and to, and to know these things and, and, and to be able to experience them. Why? Just so you can know it? Absolutely not. So that you can become a better minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. And and we're going to build on some of these things. If the Lord tarries next week, we're probably going to start delving back into... Understanding spiritual warfare. We got some things we we need to know there. But we don't leave the principles of the doctrine of Christ. We have got to stay on the foundation that God Himself established. Amen? That foundation is firm. Listen, I, I don't care what anybody else does. I don't care what anybody else says. The foundation of God stands sure. And it's not going anywhere. As an organizational standpoint, we we can try to appeal to the elites of this world with, with our doctrinal degrees and all of this kind of stuff. I'm going to tell you something, a doctrinal degree never saved one man. A doctrinal degree never, ne, never healed one person in this world. And if you get away from the foundational principles of the Word of God, what have you got? You got a certificate on hanging on your wall about what you supposedly know, but, but the power of it we've left behind. Amen. You want to be apostolic? You want to be Apostolic? You gotta stay on that foundation. You wanna have power with God? You've got to stay on the foundation. You you want to have relationship with God? You've got to stay on the foundation. Amen. Amen. I had had a conversation with a couple of pastors uh uh late late last week. And we we were talking about some of these, some of these very things, you know, and and and, and one pastor brought up the fact, you know, said, uh, said you know what, John, John Wesley, the, uh, uh, he, he used to believe the way that we believe. They, they started naming different organizations, Christian organizations, and said, you know what, they, they used to believe very closely to what we believe. They, they talked about, one of them mentioned, said, you know what, the, the, the Methodist, John Wesley, they believed in speaking in tongues, they believed in dressing holy, and, and they believed in, in the gifts of the Spirit, but look at them now. They're, they're ordaining transgenders uh, to, to be pastors. Of course, they've been ordaining gays in the ministry for, for a while, but they're ordaining, they're ordaining lesbian women. To, to be pastors of churches. And, and they used to be very similar to what we profess today. You, you know what happened there? I, I'll tell you what happened there. They left the foundation. Because when you leave the foundation. You lose everything that made you what you were. And, and, and mention others. I, I saw two two pastors, uh, two of two of our pastors. You know that 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 made statements. You know, said, you know what? I, I came out of the AOG years ago, and when I came out of it, I saw them tracking in a certain direction. And look at them now. You know what happened? They left the foundation. And I'm gonna tell you in in closing this evening. In the world and the age in which we're living, it's not going to be popular for you to stay on the foundation. Because there is pressure from this world. There there is going to be increased pressure against the body of Christ for, for transgenders. Oh, you can be saved and you can be gay. You know, you can be saved and be a homosexual and you know, I have a problem understanding how you can be a saved homosexual when God condemned homosexuality in his word. Right. I, I'm not saying we, we hate the homosexual. It's the sin that's an abomination to God. Amen. And and the pressure is going to be on the church. For them to come in and be a part and be on the platform and oh oh you can you can be saved and you know and have you know rainbow colored hair and 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 you know be a transgender or or you you can have the Holy Ghost and and not understand really what you really are from a gender standpoint and, and all all of these things. Now he, here's the, here's the issue too. If God tarries Some of these transgenders are going to get saved. Then what are you going to do? How are you going to identify them after they've had body part changes? These are things that if God tarries, the church is going to face. But here's the thing. We cannot move off of the foundational, uh, foundational principles. Of the doctrines of Christ, we have got to stay. Amen. I hope they do get saved. I hope they do repent of their sins and and, and are baptized in water in his name and filled with, with the Holy Ghost. And and, and, and there and, and if that happens, I'm going to tell you there's going to be a change there. Amen. There's got to be a change. Because Paul told the church in Corinth, if any man be in Christ, he is what? A new creation. There's a change there. Old things are passed away. And behold, all things, he said, are become new. Amen. So so there's no idea of this being saved and just staying what you are. You know, or being saved and and still being gay. Or being saved and and still being this. No, that goes against the Word of God. Because again, Paul said, if you're in Christ, there is a transformational change that takes place. There's no way you can be saved and stay the way you are. It's not, a doc, it's not a biblical doctrine. You can't be. I'd tell you this and tell you through experience when I received the baptism of the Holy Ghost, there was a change. There was a change in me. I, I didn't do the things that I used to do, and I didn't talk the way I used to talk, and I didn't act the way you know, I, I used to act. There was a change there. And if there's no change, then there's no salvation. Amen? Amen. You can't come down the aisle and just confess the Lord and shake my hand and, and go through a ride and walk out this door and live your life the same way you had been living and say you're saved. That's not biblical. That's not scriptural there is a change. When Jesus Christ comes in, there is a transformational change from one state to another. And I'm not talking about location. I'm talking about a state of being from one state to another. Amen? Amen. But you've got to stay on the foundation in all of the pressure that is against the church and is coming, should God carry His coming, stay on the foundation. Stay on the foundation. Amen? Amen. Because if we don't, we lose everything. And I'm not in this to lose. Amen? Amen? I have come way too far down this road to, to lose out with God because I strayed from the foundation. I want to be bolted down on this thing. And no matter what comes against the church, oh, this old building may sway and it may move a little bit. But it doesn't go anywhere. Because it's on a solid foundation. Get that foundation, and get it deep. Because the deeper the foundation, the more sure the structure. Amen. I I, I listened to a, a a talk show host. He's he's a national talk show host on on the radio uh, in in the mornings. And and he has a house. Well, it's not a house. He has he has an apartment in a high rise apartment building overlooking Tampa Bay, and and because of his work, I mean he he stays a lot in in New York, and and so even before the hurricane hit, uh, you know he was on the radio. He was in New York broadcasting, and and but he's got uh, cameras. He's got security cameras in his apartment so that no matter where he is, he, he can access those cameras and see what's going on in, in his apartment. And so he, he, said, Here, he said, here's the crazy thing. He said, the chandelier that's hanging in the den, he said, now mind you, that the hurricane hasn't even hit. He said, but it's kind of weird looking at, you know, at, 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 through the camera and in my, my den, I have a chandelier. And he said, that chandelier is swaying. He said, you know what that tells me? That building is moving. And the hurricane hadn't even hit yet. And if it's moving now, what's it going to do with when the hurricane hits? I got to thinking about that. If the building is moving, and, and that high-rise building, I, I'm telling you, that foundational structure is deep in that ground. And if that high-rise building was swaying enough that the chandelier was was moving a little bit back and forth, Here, here's the thing. When the winds of life and trouble come against the structure of the church, may sway a little bit i'm not going to say that that the church has never been been rocked down through ages it has been the church has been affected severely by persecution but as long as you stay anchored to the south to the to the foundation when when those winds and waves come that building's going to be solid i'm not saying it's going not going to be moved by trauma and sorrow and heartache and all of that but as long as it, you stay on the foundation you're going to be safe amen mm-hmm. upon this rock Jesus said I'll build now you could look at this without doing injustice to the scripture what Jesus was actually saying is upon this foundation and this foundation is a rock rock Upon this rock I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. You don't have to be moved off the foundation. You just determine my foundation is too deep and I will build on that foundation, but I'll never get off the foundation. Amen? Amen. Amen. Let's stand this evening. God bless you for, for being